Ba -da -ba -da -dum. All right, yeah, we got the music ready to go. Good job. There it is. There we <laughs> go. I was wondering where it's that so was. so loud. Who All uses right. headset? It's not and that bad. Terry, you're so deaf. And yes. it appears the clock is not working as well. All good things. Sorry, more. Great I got a watch. 12 bucks. Pieces watch. No, nope, not this one. <laughs> $13 pieces watch. Yeah, that's the one. $13. $13 watch, huh? Welcome back to Calling the Audible. As I fix this remote and we get ready for a playoff edition here. Most like waiting for a drop the mic moment over there yeah. holding it in his hand. All right, this thing doesn't work. All right, you're going to get to keep the um, clock rolling here. All right, good shit. Thank All right, you. welcome to Calling the Audible. It is the playoff edition as uh, we are back. The full cast is back as uh, PZ's back from snoring love in uh, the Dominican Republic. I can't tell a lot of the stories of what I did. No, you can't. Snow I mean, you air. could. It's not in the air. No, not it's, fair. You can't. You got, this is a scrub-free uh, zone of is it though? debauchery. No uh, XXX highlights. Yeah. I mean, it was a honeymoon, so you kind of expect it. Yeah, honestly. Exactly. They, what, did they expect, like, no contact? Because that's kind of weird. Oh. Yeah. So even like, Montreal doesn't have no contact. Even the culture doesn't have that. Right. Stefan Barardi back that's in the me. saddle. Yes, sir. Now, and uh, we have Eagle. Today is the Eagleversary. Yes, it is. The day the Eagle was born. Seven years ago today, I analyzed what would happen if the Incredibles would beat their opponent in week 10. And it took five minutes of a segment on the Weppel. Oh, I then. remember. It was awful. And was that that picture of Mokan and Drake? The end result was the Incredibles lost and it all didn't matter. All right, fair. And Eagle was born. It was the worst. Was I that spent two hours legendary. doing the analysis. so long. That Mokan I wasn't even on the show. I sent it to them. And yeah. they, they were like, well, this person makes it if and laundry listed the whole thing. Yeah. I don't, remember it. I don't remember that show. I just remember that picture, though. I remember it. The legendary picture over there, Mokan and Drake. All right, so let's dive into Div E. <laughs> we have a lot going on here. Eagle, do you have the clock up here? Because I had no clock. The clock is rendered useless over here to my left. You have to plug it in. Where's yeah. the plug, then? We have half an hour, Mo. I know. Let's so go, Mo. 8.45, I'm cutting you off. Oh, my God. All right. Okay, anyway. So we have 25 minutes. An hour. <laughs> uh, as Eagle comes around me, as I don't know what the hell he's Looking spiffy. Uh, Eagle's fixing this up as he goes right by me. Look hey, at Eagle is looking good today. He yeah, is. Yeah, he is. You run for your money there, Peace. It's funny. Nobody he's like a different like, quadrant so of the uh, show right now. All right, so let's uh, break it down with Eagle. Eagle, can we get the update on I these? love that your ass is in the blind spot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Eagle. Eagle, can we get the update now on how the playoff format works as you do like a million things at once here? Why Why did that paralyze the show, though? Why can't we just start? Know. Because <laughs> Mo decided that that's the appropriate time to ask the question to the producer who's clearly not in front of a microphone. Okay, yeah. Eagle. All right. Let's talk about the playoffs, please. You playoffs. Um, all right, so here is the general gist of what's happened. Why are the graphics so ugly? General because gist. your brother is not available. And it's also why, why, didn't you, so why, why didn't you tell him it was playoff time in advance? This is in-depth stuff. Where is here. your brother anyway? Working. <laughs> he, he Who is. works at this time in his school? He has his contracts. That makes sense. Right, Correct. So, it's very so here. okay, so here's the way this works. There are 28 teams that uh, have made Division E's playoffs. So four teams have been eliminated uh, for context purposes, just because I want to bring them up. Well, how pathetic can he be if you're one of the four teams that cannot make the playoffs? Uh, Again, that doesn't make sense because well, there's, there's four, four teams. teams that have to not make the playoffs. But if there's like so, anyway, no matter no matter so how many teams, if every team finished five and five, you're saying that it's not pathetic for not to not make playoffs? Well, it's, what is it? 85 percent of the league makes the playoffs. Yeah, but. It's but in the CFL, where everyone makes the playoffs. No, right? but either way, thirteen percent or so wouldn't make the playoffs. So no matter what, there's always four teams that don't make it. Correct. Uh. So it's not pathetic. It's just math. Correct. Mother's so, like math here in the show. The yeah, I guess not. I, I was listening <laughs> to my show. And like, I'm pulling my eyes out. And I'm like, Eagle's supposed to be like the math guy. Why is there a chair next to? Me? 
What happened? The one week I was away. Jesus Christ. Dude. Actually, that's, where where Dom Dom that's where Dom was sitting. That's where Dom Benavento Why are we not canceled already? Uh, Dom Benavento was sitting right here, actually. So. I carry on, Eagle. The practice squad and believe the hype. Thank you. Hope you come back for fall. More details coming soon. Mountain Goats, thank uh, you for your first season. You actually came very close. You almost made it in, assuming Thizua didn't win their one game. So that was uh, very close. And the Rossos, again, thank you for your season. Join us next time. So of the other 28 teams that have made it, the way the playoff structure works is that we're dividing Division E into two divisions, E1 and E2. There are 12 teams that are going to be in E1, and the other 16 are going to be in E2. The winners, so the ones you see here in green for both Conference A and Conference B, I mean, both you guys green. have won your subdivision and have advanced to Division E1. Of the remaining teams that are not winning their subdivision, it's the top best four records from the league. So we have Mean Machine and Los Siete Amigos, and we have Honor Game and Brewers. However, the Bozy Boys, who are in seventh place in Conference A, boys, boys. leapfrog Brewers because of a better record. So they are going to be taking the sixth seed in Conference B. So... Once we do that, we're left with 16 other teams, and those are arranged in uh, standings order. So you're going to see that over here on the right. I if I can ever scroll. I'm so bored right now. Like they're in no. like oh, I wasn't listening. When Eagle yeah. talks, I just turned and out. so And sorry again. Sorry, we had better graphics for this usually. Um, so here is we will the, have graphics next week, here is the other teams. We are going to have better graphics next week. Uh, here are the show. teams that are remaining sorted with our usual tie break. So first it's uh, points, then it's wins, then it's uh, either head-to-head -head, depending on whether it's a two-way tie or three-way tie, divisional record, and then points against. And if th that's not good, then we do point differential. If that's not good, uh, there's another weird one, strength the schedule that was it and then we do a coin toss luckily we didn't have to get there we only had to get two uh, point uh, points against so this is what the final standings look like at the end of it i'm just watching uh peas and stefano just looking at aimlessly <laughs> at the screen right i now. just find it funny that the point differential is one for diablos yeah it's just awful yeah it, it just worked out uh so in Division E1, and you're going to see it here, and we're going to go through these games quickly, we have two different brackets. We have the first two seeds, John Gee and Exterminators, and Trailer Park Boys and Threat Level Midnight, that have advanced to the, uh, I guess, divisional round. Now, hold on. Eagle, is this a reseed or is this straight brackets? This is a reseed. So okay, this is NFL style. So okay. one and two get buys, three, six, four, five in the wild card round. One will play the lowest seed. Two will play the highest seed. And the winner of those meet in the semifinals, and then the winners of both of those meet in the conference finals. So that's standard NFL. If you ever followed the way Super Bowl uh, works, it's exact same way. Division E2, however, and Mo, you finally get to go through this. We've built a true March Madness bracket with no reseeding. So that means, Fizua, you're the 16th seed. You're playing clinkers. If you put if you put Mac Andre into retirement, you are playing the winner of Thundercats or Diablos. You are not going to play the second place team. You're going to play against them, and then that goes all the way through the bracket until we get to the finals. Uh, the, the finals at the end. So this is not yeah. a reseed for Division E two. You play through a actual bracket. It's awesome because we get to beat Lockdown and Clinkers on our way to finals. It's awesome. Oh man, that means Eagles won't go to the finals, and you will. Well, go I to mean, the Lockdown finals. probably won't pass me so. Much of the Divi He's not wrong. The, <laughs> I believe the E2 finals are in late. Oh, no, it's the yeah, it's 10 o'clock one. So last what day are the finals, the, by the way? Sunday, August 11th. August 11th. Okay. Yeah, I need to change the reservation for my mom's birthday. 
Yes. I'm at the Rogers Cup for the Eagle. Change hours. your mom's birthday. I, when when I uh, when I said that, I meant you need to change the reservations for my mother's birthday. It's already been done. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's okay, so let, let's dive into it here, guys. Uh, we'll go with uh, E2 first because that's the most games here. So we'll keep it quick. We're going to uh, do a quick analysis of each game and we'll make our picks at the end of the show here. So we'll start with the first game that will take place uh, Tuesday in Broadstreet on July 23rd. Mambo against Lockdown. Why is it the first? Oh, you're doing them actual. Okay, my yeah, Like I'll, as I'll per the schedule. As per schedule here because, you know, that's how the schedule works. Right, Eagle? Yes. All right. So let's talk, let's talk about Mambo against Lockdown. Uh, Lockdown led by our very own Alex Dakla. But is he leading it, though? I just feel like he's a pawn. Eagle always comes up with no, he a calls, defense. No, he calls the defense. He comes up the defense. So hmm. keys in this game are what, gentlemen? Um, this is a nightmare matchup for um, Lockdown. The Mambo are going to exploit the deficiencies on the lockdown defense. And um, lockdown's offense likely will have trouble scoring against uh, Mambo to the tune that it would take to have to beat them. I just think it's, uh, it's a team that's really efficient and r- you know really complete. And look, John Franco, Ren- uh, sorry, uh, I got the quarterback's name wrong. Pat, Pat, Ryan. Riot Pat Riot will um, likely put up. 25, 26 points, but I don't, I don't see a scenario where that's going to be enough to win the game. Seth, what do you think about this Mambo? I think that Eagles-led defense will allow like close to 40 points, and unfortunately, lockdown hasn't been able to uh, get more than I'd say 26. So we put up 33 last week against Tough Lungs. All right, before that, there was another. Well, game here, here's the points. thing: I, I think lockdown, and I'm just going based off of what I've seen from them in years past with Eagle calling the defense for some teams, I think they're just going to slow it down. Yes. I think they're going to really well, yeah. slow it they down. They have to slow it down because, because the, the Mambo offense is just way too, like, they're quick, they're fast, they're high-powered, you know, so, like, they just want to score, score, Tim score, Horner score. is a monster. Yeah, he made a yeah. one-handed catch yesterday. It was ridiculous. Well, Tim Horner, like, back when I started playing the league, was, like, a rising Div 3-ish. So you can correct me more, but Div 3 area, but we always yeah, thought, like, played with, guy uh, could probably play higher divisions, too. Yeah, he played with the, with the team that wore green T-shirts. I yeah, 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 yeah. I forget the name of the Maybe league. he played with the U? No, but before that. No, he played with oh. the team with green T-shirts. This is way, b- way before you t- You were okay, still in high fair, school, fair, I think. Fair, still in elementary sense. school, actually. All right, so... By the way, you didn't say hi to my mom, who was your high school principal at the wedding. Oh, shut up. Really? I yeah, did a say jerk. hi. She's like... In the line. That I guy, Stefano, is a giant asshole. I doubt you. What about I pulling... She said that word for word. Uh, don't believe it. What about I pulling a robbery on Simon, introducing his girlfriend as my date? That's not bad. That's not That's bad. That's not bad. Anyway. Calling Rob Bob was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Bob no, you wish. I know. All right, Chaka Barracudas, Blackout. So Barracudas, they've had a, they've had a tough this road. Is this is a fun game. And they made the playoffs here, and this is a, a good group of guys. And here they are in the playoffs playing blackouts. So I was I was surprised by both of these teams and for different reasons. I was actually impressed by uh, Blackout's ability to um, adapt on defense, considering uh, they're they're fairly new. They have good athletes. Um, de- you know, they're, they're decent. They, they got to keep it close. They got to keep it low scoring. They got to muck it up a little bit. But that's kind of what Chuck Barracudas do anyway. I was surprised by by um, uh, what's it called? By Chuck the Barracudas when I played against them, um, Luzon Pierre ran a post over the middle. I knew I know I'm not keeping up with him, so I made body contact like you do in higher divisions, and I expected him to be like, ah, whatever. That's just that's just FPF, whatever. 
Dude was like legit upset that I contacted him. I was like, oh, I wasn't trying to hit you or anything. Just trying to get in your but way. You did try to hit him. No, not hit him. No, no, no. Uh, he would have known. Run into him. I no, or I was make sure he PC ran would, into would you. Let him know. Pizzi go, hey, dude, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. exactly. That's how I let him know. <laughs> That's how Pizzi does. <laughs> no, no, but the thing is, like, like you know, there is there is contact in FPF. You, of course. You, you, you know, it's body position and fighting. Absolutely. So I was surprised for a guy who's been in the league that long, like, he was that incensed about that. So maybe that's something blackouts can look at. Is like, hey, this is an advantage. Maybe we can get under the skin a little bit, you know? All right, Steph, your thoughts on this game here with Chocolate Barracudas against Blackout. Honestly, the Chocolate Barracudas that I've seen them this season, like, they are super inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't know what Chocolate Barracudas team is going to show up this week. Uh, Sonny Elias, he's usually he's usually good at quarterback. And after the summer games that he just tries way too hard and then he, f- he gets into his own head. And, uh, you know, I feel like Blackout is the kind of team that would uh, capitalize on this opportunity if, if Sonny Elias takes himself out of the game. So, uh, honestly, it should be a fun game. I, it's, I, I'm uh, not expecting a blowout. It's probably going to be close, maybe in, like, the mid-20 ranges. It's going to be a good game. Do the, Barracu- do the Barracudas have the closeout players, t- if the game is tight, that they can rely upon to win? Well, the, what, when I watched their games, they had uh, Chris Williams that plays in the higher divisions. Yeah, I don't know so if he's yeah. eligible for playoffs this season because I'm not sure how many games he's played. But he would be the guy that they would turn to. And also, he's not very known amongst the league. Uh, he's more of like a mid-tier player. Unfortunately, in- sorry, Steph. The uh, regular season page is no longer there, Eagle. Uh, we have I'm the- aware. So we can't tell if you All right. Well, if also, I can't access flagpostfootball.com. So uh, maybe, Eagle, as we're talking uh, – can you bring up the rosters of the team, like the roster of the team we're talking about? Yeah, please. Yeah, sure. Thank you. It'll give us a hand. Yeah, because if if he's there, he he's probably Barracudas. Barracudas for now. If they if he's there, uh, well, it's all at zero. So, like I said, Chris Williams, I think he's at zero. I don't yeah. know. So, but it's look, it's <laughs> eligible. The thing is, you know, you know, um, what the team is about. It's Chris Williams and Lou Pierre, right? Like those are the two. The two studs. Uh, yeah, Luke Pierre is usually a deep guy, and Chris Williams is more like a middle tier guy. Kind yeah, of. well, they throw they like yeah, Sonny Elias likes throwing that like little hitch route, and then Chris Williams creates yeah, space. Yeah, he does. You know? He does. He makes people miss easily for some reason. He's hard to tackle. Well, he's he's a very good he's athlete. very good athlete. Yeah, he's very tough to tackle though. Like I've seen uh, the games I've seen, uh, all he took he took like a five yard route and like turned it up for like thirty yards, like nothing. All right. So, with this game, you said low scoring. I say mid twenties. Mid twenties. Yeah, max. No, like maybe even like a nineteen eighteen game or nineteen fourteen. All right, know, something like that. Uh, green means goes. Uh, green means go. I beg your pardon. Against Canes, both teams wearing green. So I mean, someone's wearing pennies, and that'll I'm be sure start at two eight thirty p.m. All right, so green means go. Green means go. Uh, I've seen this team play a couple of times. I've made fun of this team a few times. I've been fun of one of their players oftentimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's very easy to make fun yeah, of. But Conrad, you know. Keeble. Oh, Conrad. Conrad Keeble, Joe Dirt. But we, l- we look at this roster here, and I believe Eugene How come Perry their games are up and uh, Chocolate Barracudas are not? I don't know. Uh, because Eugene there are two teams, you have to search the right one. So, Eugene McLaren, I believe, was throwing for a good number of the games for the... Or Dave Allen, big point. No, Dave, Dave Allen. Allen Dave Allen. Eugene McLaren can't throw in this division. Yeah, I meant to say the long ones. All right, so Dave Allen has had a pretty good year. I mean, uh, he has a really long wind-up as a throw, as a quarterback. Almost but his play calling is, is, is immaculate, and he's... He's as smart an FPF mind as exists. Uh, I know because uh, he beat my then undefeated uh, FPF junior team in the finals, and I was completely outcoached by him. Um, so, I mean, I'm not afraid to say it. The dude, the dude is as bright an FPF guy uh, as there is. So could this be an, an uh, uh, under-the-radar mismatch for 
Greenings go. It's not under the radar. It's it's so above the radar. It's as if there's just a stripper sitting on your radar. Well, that's that's what Green Means Go is. It's two ass cheeks on the radar. That is Canes. And the Canes right now, I'm not too sure I'm buying into this team. Not at no, all. they have one win. Very tough. They team. have one win. Yeah. And not like Fields are amazing despite their one win. They're a terrible one win team, but new, so they're learning. So are we are we giving any, the Canes any chance whatsoever? Uh, yeah. Um, you got to give them some kind of chance, or else uh, they probably chance, won't. Honestly, uh, without, with, they will probably score. They need to. They need to not make mistakes. And the only chance I see them having is if they play man across the board against Dave Allen, whose um, his style of play is that he likes to exploit holes and zones. Yeah, like a lot of like smart FPF guys who don't have a big arm. Um, myself, uh, Marc Andre Desonier. Um, they rel- they rely we rely on on essentially being able to find uh, mismatches and stuff. But so if they have like Canes are young and fast, right? So if they can, they need to make that their advantage. Mm-hmm. So complete short passes, make plays in space, and then on defense, play tight defense and, and force Dave Allen to make throws with that with that long delivery. As right. you said, right? That's so that's their chance. Clinkers, feed the roi, so we'll keep you out of this piece. Oh, they're, they're, tri- they're done. Perfect. They're done. It's over. Perfect. Why don't show up. You're going to lose by so 50. So I'll ask uh, someone who's objective, uh, Stefano. Um, if you had to pick w- one of these guys, your boy to your right, <laughs> or your guy, or the guy that you drove home after PC's wedding. And on I Tuesday, didn't drive him home. I drove home, and then I don't know what he did. I drive him home after Brossard sometimes. So so here's the question. That's a tough question. So here's, here's a question for you, uh, Stefano. Go for it. So let's say Tuesday night, it's... You, Marc Andre, and PZ scorekeeping. You guys are all East End. Cats. I will not be scorekeeping. I'm the same. Come on, the, it would be the worst scorekeeper. Play along here. <laughs> you only have one seat in your car, you, and you can bring one guy home. Who is it, Marc Andre? The answer is obvious. The answer is obvious because I know I know my boy loves tacos, so <laughs> the answer is obvious. <laughs> also, I don't bring Marc Andre home. I bring him to a metro okay, station. The point is, you bring him <laughs> back to the East End. Either way, you're dropping you're dropping someone off of my place. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I'd probably choose PZ in that sense. But in this game, though. High five. Oh, nah. Too bad. I, I, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. You, in this game, you're though. You're so wrong. You're so wrong. Get am I, though? You got, yeah, get off the show. Elaborate here. Am I wrong? I want to hear your, your reasoning why. Now, if PZ throws. I, I, honestly, I saw, I saw. I know. I know. <laughs> I saw your feed, Jiroa, and uh, what's his name? The guy that covered for you. This week. He was actually pretty good. Yes. <laughs> honestly. He was actually pretty good quarterback. Yeah. He made stupid mistakes, which is whatever. But, he, he's but honestly. He's new to throwing in FBF, yeah. right? I know it's going to be you, though, Peace. Yeah, well, but, uh, you know. Not hiding it. No. Don't need to hide anything. No hiding We're better. It. Honestly, this, 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 this quarterback matchup is uh, quite. Uh, Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> quite Honestly, happy. it's probably going to be like one of the worst. It's weird that it's a 1 in 16 seed and quarterbacks are equally unorthodox, for lack mm-hmm. of a better word. And uh, yeah, but honestly, I I feel like well, we we call the same system. That's true. You do. We legit call I, the he, system. He legit like, has we your playbook. Taught him this yeah. system. Yeah. He has your playbook. Which is why what happened last time, Eagle? Because we knew the exact plays in the exact system. It was forty to six. Yeah, but would, would Mark Andre like implode? Like, com- oh, yeah, Mark Andre would definitely get pissed if off. He loses to a thousand percent. Yeah. I feel like he's gonna retire. Well, yo, from Mark Andre, we're, we're friends. I'll make you tacos too, bro. He's gonna retire from FPF. If he loses. I'll make you tacos. Can we get a headshot, Mark Andre, please, on the screen? No, I'll just put the wedding picture up there. Yeah, I, I haven't oh seen the picture, man. so if you can put have that up, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard the show. I listened on the podcast. And I didn't have a chance to see anyway, it. Anyway. So if well you yeah. can put it up, I'd love to see the wedding picture. Well, I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I sent it to you, Eagle. You probably, he, has, he has it. But, yeah, it's honestly. Honestly, the thing is, I feel like Marc-Andre has, has pieces that Pease would be better with. 
know? Well, look, like he's his more team overall. Roster. Exactly. So yeah, you're you a guy, a bunch of young guys that don't know. Look at that picture. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> like, Fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Fantastic. Yo, he's ripped in that picture, man. That's awesome. <laughs> that's all I wanted from a wedding. Hold on, can we get a shot of PZ? Oh, PZ's not in the picture, my bad. There you go. <laughs> hey, sorry, I was busy getting married. Who was busy getting married? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice tie, though. It is a nice tie. But yeah, Marc Andre has better pieces in his team, and if he utilizes them and takes advantage of the, let's say, lack of experience on pieces team, all right. Put on the poll question: Is Marc Andre looking like an eighties wrestler right now? Though you get one poll, Mo. Is he? Mm. Do you want to burn it on this? Mm, I don't know. An eighties wrestler, Mo? Really? I don't know. I was gonna say, like, I don't okay, the, so. the face is stupid, but he actually looked good that night. His hair was really nice. Yeah, it was. It was just before <laughs> this happened, before yeah, he got yeah. that drunk. His hair looked really good. Well, that, that was really at least uh, that was at least like two bottles of wine in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he at a really table good. that he knew nobody. Poor guy. That's okay. No, there was somebody. Who did he know? I don't remember, but I don't think he did. Well, nobody he had nobody. Rob, Rob felt bad. And Rob felt terrible. Rob, Rob was about Rob to was like about to sacrifice his yeah. spot for him. You know? Hey, go sit next to my wife, and I'll go sit there at the table with a bunch of people. I don't know. My wife. That's all. No, but there was supposed to be. There was at least two FPFers. Well, three people did not show up. It was Corey and someone else. Yeah, Corey and Corey and Chris Rivera was at another table. Mark Andre was at another table. Oh, that's weird. Because there was sort of anyway, whatever. Anyway, okay. Anyways, I'll check the seating chair when I get home. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, not that it makes a difference. It's over now. Time travel. It was a good wedding, though. Diablo's Thundercats. That uh, one point differential, though, man, it's just weird. Thundercats are a very awkward team. They are. I have dealt with them numerous times, and they are awkward. Diablo's, a team that we know very well, of course. Uh, not the guy that we like to be make a punching bag, but uh, Diablo's Thundercats again. Is this a mismatch of? of well, is Charles Verro back? I've been away for two weeks. I believe Vero should be back as I look. Because he was back. injured. I believe he's injured and he's gonna on IR. Oh, so it's oh, that changes yeah. the team completely. That does. Uh, but mind you, I saw the one game I saw Sun at quarterback. And I think it's like SBB who's replacing him. It, does he? Oh, using the IR spot. Using the IR spot. Who? Yeah. Okay. Simon Basket. He's allowed to throw in Division E. He didn't uh, throw back in the day, he's not throwing. He's I'm, no, but I was asking who's throwing. Is it is it Michel Deguer? I don't know. Unfortunately, the website does not enable us to see who <laughs> threw during the regular season. It probably is. Uh, it was you know, if you can use your phone uh, to find out who's throwing for them, that no, would be it awesome. Does. You just need to, uh, get to be smart about it. I'm okay. not smart, so I, I need you to do it for me. So we have to do that whole drop-down box and find out who's throwing where? Really? Okay, no way. It's the other one, then. <laughs> 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 That's the Thundercats team, anyway. Yeah, Thundercats. You're on the Thundercats. It's still yeah. Thundercats. Yeah, Thundercats. Come on, man. Eagle has one job in his family. Eagle, you okay, buddy? Did you, cost, did you catch Baldasor? Yeah, I gotta find the right one. Did you catch Baldasor? Whatever it's called, I did. Okay, is so they have a, a depth of quarterbacks here, but the question is, who's going to be the thrower for that? My one? guess, my guess is it is Michel Deguer. Uh, Ettore Cassati would be good. Uh, uh, good QB, his tackle QB. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's the younger brother of Gianni Cassati. We saw tear up Division Six in the winter. You could look it up on Facebook, please. If That's how know. I found out. Uh, right, perfect, thank you. Um, whatever, or they're related, or they're not. I think it's gonna be um, Michael DeGiro. Sorry, I think Michael DeGiro is gonna be. Okay, who, so who is the, who my is worry is son is is uh, horribly inconsistent, and look, we can see that the touchdown interception ratio twelve of fourteen is. Like you're not going to win a lot of games, but the one game I saw them play with Sun throwing, this yeah, he season, wasn't that bad. He was good. He looked really yeah. good. He threw three interceptions, but no, but on the drives where he needed to, to ice the game, yeah, he did, yeah. and and he has a connection with Francois Martin. My worry is that Francois has got too much of a voice in the huddle, and 
if the quarterback doesn't know how to read the thing you're calling, it doesn't help to give him a play call. And if he's going to just stare at you in the playoffs, that's not going to work. So uh, I worry about them uh, with him at quarterback. But Thundercats are a team that's a little underdeveloped as well, right? Well, they, they have a talent regression, right? Nick Jean-Travalet was one of the key guys back in the oh, Viking yeah. days. and uh, But like, the dudes... They Nick, struggle without him, though. Nick Chandrovalet is a legit Division II talent. That's why I'm saying, though, right? So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's a huge, huge loss, right? Yeah, it's a huge loss for them. But I look at this Thundercat team, and they don't... They, their, their identity in the first couple of years of their inception was defense, defense, defense. And if you look... You know, if you want to scroll down for the Thundercats, they did beat Diablos 32-24. If you look at the Thundercats' history of games from this past season... As Eagle will click and we scroll down, a lot of players, you know. They gave up 33 to Nemesis, 45 to part of my swag. Um, I uh, beg your pardon, they gave up 40, uh, 32 to threat, li threat level midnight. So they've given up a lot of points, but they also play good defense. But I don't know if they're consistent enough to say, hey, we can be able to win our these games now with our defense making turnovers and creating points for us. Uh, I don't Honestly, though, this matchup, I think it, it favors the Thundercats to win this game, though. Uh, like like uh, Pease was saying, if Frank, if Frank Martin has too much of a say in the huddle and uh, quarterback Mike DeGear uh, goes his way and doesn't read the field himself, uh, he, he they'll they'll pick it up. He'll always look at Frank Martin because yeah. that's, that's usually – that's a common flaw for uh, quarterbacks that are trying to learn the position. They always look down one guy. And Thundercats would adjust to that and then to take out Frank Martin, so he has to spread the ball more and – he, he's not confident in other receivers, mm -hmm. so I'm not sure how that will play out. But I think Thundercats have the edge. All right, replacements, Nemesis. Replacements, Nemesis. When I think of Nemesis, I think of uh, Nimrod Jankowski. So N Nimrod Jankowski, is, I like that dude because, A, he gets the joke. He knows when we, when we we like – Nimrod. Yeah, yeah, he knows when we, when we when we break his chops. Like He, he knows it's Good a joke. Um, and – He's like, no like even though we've like teased him whatever in the past, the dude is a legit, decent player that'll fit in on any team. Great personality, guy works really hard, uh, and he makes he makes plays in sure. key moments. Not a guy who's like he's a little bit diminutive in stature, but he's a guy who'll make plays anyway. He'll give you else. he'll give you everything he's got, you know. Uh, breaking news: Eagle now has started snort some sugar. He's gone with the double double chocolate over there. Triple. Second donut already. All right. I can't remember first. the last day. I've first. Oh, okay. First one. Man, I'm disappointed. I ate a whole box last time. You did eat a whole box Snorting last time. Snorting sugar is fine. All right, so here we go. Uh, replacements, Nemesis, uh, please, uh, quick analysis of this game. Um, replacements, offense still has um, a lot of work to do. They run a lot of mirrored plays when they get to the second half of the field. So, like, you know, you got, like, hook corner on one side and hook corner on the other side. The problem is, so a guy like... Um, you know, from the higher divisions, a guy like Simon Dagenet, who has a really strong arm, um, the ability to lead receivers, that's a, that, those are concepts that work fine because he reads quickly and throws quickly and, and can put air into the ball and throw it accurately. Um, Frank Teoli Colatrella doesn't have that arm and runs those concepts um, in a spot where it just makes it difficult. And he literally will throw it to right, throw it to left, throw it to right, throw it to left. And, you know, he'll run the same two or three concepts every time they're in that part of the field. And it becomes tight and hard to, hard to complete those passes. So um, mm -hmm. it's why 
So when you see a team like that, you're like, oh, well, they're not, they don't score a ton. It's probably because they have trouble moving the ball. They don't. They actually move the ball pretty well, combination of running and, and quick passes. But then when they get to that area, um, it's hard for him to sort of bring the hammer down. And, and I think uh, that's where the, this team is struggling. A lot of sexual innuendo comments. A tight, hard hammer. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't think of any of them, actually. But he's a very, he's a very good-looking man. Naturally. So now that I am thinking about it, now I can't th- stop thinking about him naked. Of course. All right, uh, Stefano, your thoughts on this game. See, uh, I think the Nemesis defense is going to make them win this game. Uh, you know, they have Jason Previon and uh, Mendy Cardichon. These two guys, yeah. they're, they're solid two-way players. Uh, they could... They they could easily notice that uh, the 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 uh, common plays that Frank Calatrella is uh, running, and uh, they'll adjust and they'll help their defense get to the positions. And then the rusher Romel Romelino or something like that. Mm. Some some he's a good pass rusher though. He's a great he's yeah, a great yeah. rusher. I, I, I just I don't know some South American yeah. name. Uh, he's very quick. He gets to the quarterback, and I feel like once you get to Frank, he will be. Uh, he he will be shaken and he'll feel like he'll have no time to throw. So he's gonna be like, uh, uh, one second, gotta get rid of it. Doesn't really. He just throws into an area and hopes that for the best. If the rusher would get to him, and uh, honestly, I just feel like the defensive nemesis is gonna be tough for him to beat. Yes, Eagle. If your replacements is your nemesis nemesis or is your nemesis full timers? Mm. Think about it. That was really dumb. I missed yeah, you so yeah. much. I missed you so goddamn much. Really Eagle. Um, right. Do you get your haircut stuff though? Yes, looks good. Thanks, man. You guys yeah. for your wedding. Oh, yeah. yeah again, that. I'm okay. sorry. I was really busy. You showed up looking I had, like I had you were not that busy up until like 11. I was busy until 11. He was 11. busy. Trust me. <laughs> we were trying to organize the wedding line. All right. Yeah. Brewers, tro- uh, Brewers against that team. Uh, that team. Nice. That team. My bad. My boys. Yes. I somehow have had this team on my field a couple of weeks in the last few weeks. Aren't they fantastic? All right. So let's talk about Brewers. <laughs> let's let's, let's only talk about Brewers. Brewers, yes. Let's Brewers. Brewers. For, for uh, reasons that are not to be explained. Yep. Even though you explained it last week. That's Kind of ruining the joke. It's okay. Go on, Mo. Brewers have uh, are vastly improved um, from the time Eagle and I went to see them. Um, Jeffrey Lefebvre was the best player and still is uh, leader on his quarterback. He's uh, he's sort of allowed the game to come to him. He's he's been calm. Jason Stevenson, as a guy who ate seven of his slants uh, in a game I played against them, he's a big physical guy. I don't recommend guys to do it, but that's what you need to do if you have a chance mm-hmm. uh, to to. To stop them. Another thing, like they just they run a lot of plays, uh, like Mo, like you know triple slants from your days with Montreal's finest. Yeah, yep. uh, that's not a play that a lot of lower division quarterbacks run. Je- Je- you know, Jeff Lefray, he tried to run it on us. We we adapted that one quickly just because I you know I know the play. But a lot of division E teams don't don't know that, don't know how to defend it, and he doesn't have let's say like a rocket arm. But uh, his ability to read that uh, with with proficiency uh, makes him very difficult to stop. Uh, you know, Chris Murray is very good snapper. Just overall, it's a, it's a well-built team. Uh, some holes on defense, but overall, um, they're smart. They don't make a lot of mistakes, and Jeffrey Lefebvre has been protecting the ball. That's all he needs to do. If he protects the ball, that's a team that, that can go far. All right, Eagle, your thoughts quickly? I know you've had your mic up. Uh, give me 30 seconds. I just got to refresh something. I have news that they are false kings. Okay. Uh, oh, false kings. Who's false kings? Well, that's why I got to wait for it. Are Brewers false kings? Brewers are false kings. False kings! Get your Burger King crown off your ass. All right. Stop Burger King's good, by the way. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been to Murder King in years. Oh, okay. I went like a week ago. It was pretty good. Nice. What'd good. you have? Hey? What'd you I have? I had the, the King sandwich. 
A king? So, That's a sandwich? King. Yeah, it's called a big king. I feel king. like they're getting lazier with naming They are, sandwiches. but it's actually huge. It's Super Hellman called a burger sandwich. Did yeah, anyone have the king. Beyond Burger yet at A&W? No, that's dumb. I heard it was good. That's Beyond Meat Burger. That's only vegans say that. Vegans do say that. Oh, they yeah, the vegan like burger. Like cauliflower steak. Yeah, yeah basically. Like, listen, what is that, piece? That was for the vegan. Cauliflower I, steak. I had myself a 14-ounce uh, veal chop. we all did. It's the only thing I sat down to eat Jesus. all night. My, my girlfriend had two because uh, Justin's girlfriend didn't finish hers. Are you serious? <laughs> it was so, I got it was back, so good. I got back to my plate and I was like, who's going to eat this? It was ridiculous. Man, I, I, I was zipping back and forth. Steak. I was like, all right, let me eat this now. Let me eat this now. All right, Mo, you weren't that busy, Mo. I was slightly busy. Hey, yeah, so uh, Brewers yeah. here, uh, you know, they like like Pease was saying, he kind of took my idea, but it's okay. Nice. Uh, Jeffrey Lefebvre, uh, he usually, when he started off as QB, he used to force throws. He used to always shoot, throw off his back foot. Now he makes sure that there's a more likely chance that uh, the floor would get it other than the other team. Mm-hmm. And he gets he, like he he see let's say he's running out because the rusher gets to him he'd make sure not to get a grounding call but he would see that he would throw towards the ground to prevent interceptions from happening and it works out uh, but see when he started out he was always trying to get to the receiver throwing off of weird angles and stuff and it just that didn't work out so now as a conservative quarterback it, it's it's it works for him and that's gonna help him in this game so Eagle if he was a Burger King sandwich would he be the king? Why? What What would the name of the sandwich be? He would be the... Fish fillet? Jester? Ah, oh, I was going to go with the False King sandwich. False King sandwich. Come on. Bad. False Kings. Right. False Kings. Lionheart, I don't know what that means. Eagle. Birds. Did you get the info? Eagle, what does that mean, Eagle? I thought you asked me to queue you up. Didn't you say 30, yeah, 30 seconds? seconds. He said yeah, 30 like, seconds. he put his hand right. up. So Got I was like, it. I'll queue him up. And it's it's not refreshing. All right, so uh, let's uh, preview the other game while you refresh. Lionhearts, Summer Birds, guys, quickly. Your I'm proud of Lionhearts. Made it to the playoffs in their second season. Uh, Chris Rose is awesome. Chris Rose is a very, very, very talented receiver. Uh, tough matchup for anyone uh, in Division E. And, and Summer Birds, their team that you hate, Mo, because you hate Ryan Eckler. Oh, hey, right. He actually added him on Facebook. I said, sure. Oh, you actually added him? I added him. Unlike I other people that have been waiting for like did years. You, did he ask for your permission before adding you? Uh, no, he didn't. Okay. Did he ask you eight years ago and you replied now? Poll question. Okay. On a Facebook <laughs> a website. Who has MoCon left pending for eight years strong from FPF? That's I a good question. Listening. There's a whole bunch of guys down that. But it's list. not a poll. There's it, there's an answer to this question. Yeah, that's that's not a good poll. All right. <laughs> so it's okay. We'll, we'll, get there, we'll, we'll get there. We're waiting for uh, Eagle to change the game preview, which he is not doing. So Lionheart, Summerbirds, uh, God damn this game Eagle. here, guys. Uh, what, what's the key for Lionheart? Or what's the key for Summerbirds right now? I know you're proud of them, Peace. What's the key for them? Still? Honestly, I Summerbirds. I like the way they play. Honestly, unfortunately, he always goes. Uh, Eckler goes to Noah Groper way too often. Wow. Way too often. I mean, you're right. That said, he's by far the best receiver. Oh, no, a thousand percent. He's probably the best receiver probably on both sides of the – on the on both teams. Like, you know, Noah Groper is quick. He's fast. He, he could probably even play in the higher divisions. I know he plays in Division D. Uh, he'll probably, he could probably play in C also. But, uh, yeah, uh, if he utilizes – if he spreads the ball more, if uh, because he's got people like GM and Jared Rockman – and uh, these guys that could actually make plays on offense, if he spreads the ball more, it'll be, it'll be tough for Lionhearts to uh, adjust because I feel like they don't have the right amount of players to match up evenly with uh, the Summerbirds' overall talent. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, if, if Eckler decides to, finds ways to spread the ball safely, he's, they'll be good to go. 
Okay, let's head, flip over now to uh, Division E1 playoffs, and we have uh, the teams who have a buy are Zhongi, Exterminators, Trailer Park Boys, and Threat Level Midnight. So we have four games to look at. They will be played divisional playoffs Monday at uh, Papineau, and the first game we'll go with is Los Bandidos against Honor Game. So Bandidos against Honor Game, which will be the first of the... So uh, Honor class. Game won uh, on a technicality last time they played because it was a, a forfeit by Los Bandidos. Right. But you and I were there. I was there. Um, given now, So Los Bandidos, what they, what they do is the first two drives, they let, they let you run your offense. And you're going to score, probably. Mm-hmm. But they know they're going to score because François de Rocher is actually developed into quite a nice quarterback. He's got a rocket, the ability to throw and run, very difficult to stop. Um, Benson Benjamin, uh, we keep talking about him. He's great, all that. Julian but Wilson too. Julian Wilson. They have some Lowell solid. Felix, Felix Look, it's, it's a great team. They it's have the a best team. team. It's the best team fantastic in division. Felix Pru is there too. That said, um, what they what they do is they sort of allow you to run your offense, and then they sort of start to take away the things you want to do. Right. Um, and they're pretty systematic about it. Now they've already know what. Um, Dave that wants to do because they, they, they picked him apart last time. It was a terrible game. Um, so Dave that needs to take all that FPF knowledge he has and just come up with a completely different game plan and then sort of do that for your first two drives. Then next two drives go back to like sort of your original game plan and then have something for the second half. And if you can sort of like get off like to, to a quick start and have them reeling, uh, that would be the way Honor Game has a chance in this game. Uh, Steph, quickly here. So basically you're saying get a brand new playbook. <laughs> Not a brand new playbook, just, just sort of like, okay, so if I, if I like to attack the 10-yard out, and I like to attack you know, um, the sideline with the 10-yard out, instead maybe send a, a post from the slot instead of the 10-yard out and then have a hook at the 10-yard out. So like you, you can still use the same concepts and the same spacing, but from different positions, maybe run the same concepts from trips, then go back to to, to, to to your base formation, run the same co- same play call, but in quads, and then go back to your base co- formation. Right. You know what I mean? So like, do these kinds of things to just give them different looks so they don't. Under- Look, I, I saw it myself. They yeah. they literally let us score two drives, right. and then the, the, the twin towers of Loic Savas the game and 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 Vincent Benjamin just took away everything. Yeah, they, they, that's basically what they do. Those banditos, like you say, they they allow people to score because they know they could score. Their offense is yeah, they're not, not worried, and, and they're, they're not worried about trailing a game at all, which so is. Great. He's not afraid score, playing from behind. If they don't score on one of their possessions, should they be worried? They're done. No, they're done. Who's this? Honor game. If Honor game don't score on any of their possessions, yeah. if they if they get stopped, it's over. Yeah. Because then after like they're gonna, they're gonna, gonna, gonna go win, by two scores. They're gonna have to win on. They're Congress. gonna have to like go like yeah, pretty much. It's gonna have to, it's gonna come down to like strike for strike converts. Uh, but yeah, Los Bandidos, they let you play. They realize what you tend to do on offense. They make their adjustments. They change up matchups. And then after, they just thrive after that. Like you were saying, their game that was unfortunately forfeited. But uh, they, they, they saw what Dave Daou was doing, and then they, they cut out his options. They got they put Vincent Benjamin on uh, Devin Daou, who's usually his favorite target. And they adjust. Um, sorry, I missed it from last time. So Brewers, uh, just I want to point out the stat. They went six and four against an average opponent who has a score of three six and one. Okay, fair enough. Thank you. Very they much. have the easiest schedule in division. False game. Kings. False Kings. Thank you very much. False King sandwich. You know Our who's you know who's second on that list? Who? Bud Knights. And that's our next game right now. Bud Knights against Los Yetis Amigos. That's a good setup, Eagle. That's so, a good setup. Uh, High five. This could be a, probably a, a game that we can be misled by Bud Knights, but 
this could be a very close game at the end of the day. So, Los Angeles Amigos, have, I thought they were going to run away with the division when I saw the roster. And they've been good, but they've also sort of had a slower season than I expected. Yeah, but they also haven't had their top guys so, every single game. But that's the thing. Are we going to see their I'm full roster sure the rest of the way through? I feel like now that it's playoffs, they're going to make more of an effort to show up on the time. Yeah, but like, are there like legit reasons where guys are working, guys are out of town because there's you know summer vacations? I like, just uh, honestly that's the concern. Honestly, I just feel like what happened in the season was they just wanted to get enough games to qualify for playoffs, mm-hmm. and then after because they were rotating players because they couldn't fit the, the same amount of guys on under one cap mm-hmm. so they rotated so let's say if once one guy can't make it they have another guy that's almost as good that could like let's say uh, nick lassard can't make it they have uh, edward Osno who who, who could make it same. who's almost <laughs> like they, they could pass clones like brothers uh who come and step in so they, they they really thought it of this in uh worst case if we don't have guys for playoffs like if people can't make it let's say one has football or whatever because th- those right. could be reasons. the uh the thing is like um also i was listening to last week's show and i don't know if it was you or terry uh steph that said that um matthew kilgen is a very conservative offense he doesn't he's just very good at throwing up balls to the sideline he actually takes a lot of deep shots i'm surprised he doesn't turn the ball over as much and that's ha- his actual ball placement is quite good for a division e quarterback We'll see the good game. Oh, Eagle had to say something. Contrary to Bud Knights, Los Siete Amigos have the second hardest schedule. So they went seven and three against opponents who were averaging a five seventy win rate. All right. Yeah. Well, so I, that makes sense. Honestly, I thought they would be like a nine and one ten. No, they're a very good team. But they had, they had a tough schedule. And like they you did. said, the, the Some guys sort of planned it. roster inconsistencies. Yeah. All right, yeah. boys. Tough. Wait, wait. One question. One thing yes. uh, before you go on, Mo Eagle. We have uh, some crybabies on the wall. You want to address that? Crybabies on the wall. On Facebook. Yeah. One guy told you to go fuck yourself. Who's awesome. That? He's not nice. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Hi, oh, Matt. Okay. That's the same guy who wants to get buddy. me fired a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, C- uh, CN Rail MVP. He's a very good hugger. All right, Is tough he? lungs against Boise Boys. Huh. Now, see, Boise Boys, they played this week, and they played Boys. garbage. They were They're terrible, awful. but they didn't have their quarterback. No. So they rotated between two quarterbacks. It was just, it was just I an mean, eyesore. It was awful to watch. But so now so if, we saw what they would be if they weren't cowards. Yes, yeah. we did. Sounds about right. And they would probably be like a 2-8 and eight team if yeah. they weren't cowards in your book. But, uh, you know, in all honesty, though, they're nice guys, but they just got yeah, look, the unfortunate. Look, you could be two things. A blueberry is both blue and a berry. Mm, they're true. cowards and nice guys. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes Perfect. sense. But, uh, yeah, uh, boys, boys, uh, this is going to be a tough matchup for them because Tough Lungs have been playing together for a couple seasons now. Uh, Matthew Lerner's learning not to... Uh, nice, well done. That was great. Well, Wordplay. Kind of love that, eh? Wordplay. That was completely, like, not even supposed to happen, but it happened. It happened. You're uh, learning. Yeah, yeah, but he learned that he shouldn't just look at his brother, Justin. So now he spreads the ball. He uses a snapper more, Bizarro Gray, which is a fantastic name. <laughs> Justin Bizarro Gray. That guy, you should check out that guy's picture. It's phenomenal, honestly. He looks, he looks like A1. Uh... And uh, he spreads the ball. The rusher, Oliver uh, Manic, I, I forgot his last name, but he's quick. Delaris? Yeah. 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 We yeah. still have his trophy, by the way. That d- and he's <laughs> tall, too. He yeah. is tall. So he just puts his hands up. Okay, the guy's not throwing. Swipe. Swipe the flag, and he usually gets it. Like a low-division low Isaiah oh, Lard. Kind of there you go. Kind of thing. That's pretty much his, his style. He sprints up, puts his arms up. He's not throwing. Okay, swipe for the flag. He gets to the rusher. He argues with the referees to get as many sacks as possible, oh, which makes the worst. sense. But... It's not worse than a quarterback arguing to get sacks on defense. Evan Frank? Yeah, yeah. our boy. The most friend. But, yeah, honestly, Tough Lungs are, are a good team, and uh, they learned that they have to spread the ball. And, uh, 
you know, it, it'll be good for them. Boys, boys, it uh, comes down to if their quarterback shows up. I don't know if he's going to be there. Maybe he's on vacation yeah, or something. But uh, if he's not there, that this game is in the bag. There's no, not even a point of showing up, guys. That's just but say. please do show up. But don't, don't be show jerks. Yeah, don't exactly. be jerks. All right, PMS uh, against Mean Machine quickly here, guys. PMS oh. hardest schedule in Division E. They went 7-3 against teams with a 600 win rate. Think about so, it. So, in theory, um, my boy Brad Evans... Uh, I saw I saw in, on vacation, I saw a whole rack of Hawaiian shirts. It made me think of him. Um, Did you buy me one? No, they're weirdly expensive. Fair enough. <laughs> weirdly expensive. How much are they going for? L- like $200 American. Oh I was like, yeah, <laughs> the, I like Brian. I don't like him that much. Um, but the thing is, so uh, there were, th- this is where he struggles early in the playoffs. That's true. Uh, against more aggressive defenses. But he seems to have improved. Uh, to your point, Eagle, they, they have had a tough schedule, and he's looked great this season. Uh, and I don't think Mean Machine have the defensive scheme to stop Brad Evans. Stop yeah, Mean Machine, him. their defense lacks, and uh, honestly, their offense won't be able to make up for uh, points that could be prevented had they been better on defense. So uh, honestly, Brad Evans, he, I don't know if he learned from Pease or Pease learned from him, but I feel like they play the same way. No, we don't. We have we have <laughs> yeah. pretty different playbooks. Yeah. No, the playbooks are different. But I'm talking like the style. You know. You well, again, it's it's. It, you know, guys with a lot of knowledge exactly that don't have strong arms. Yeah, pretty much. It's the same category of quarterback. So, uh, yeah, you know, I feel like he, he slows play, the plays down, and uh, that's something that Mean Machine would probably be annoyed with because they want the ball quickly. Mm-hmm. So they'll probably, like, they'll be the kind of team that would jump a route hoping it would be picked and then have to miss the pick entirely and then allow scores. Yeah, so, like, that's that's actually They're low an key, aggressive that's defense. That's low-key how you – Stop Brad Evans, but you need to you need to be organized enough to be able. No, to No, I know, it. but they. they'd And be I don't think uh, to your point. I don't think I don't think that it'll work. I feel like they'd be overly aggressive, yeah. and it's just gonna backfire on them. All right, it is now time for games of the week. And he's not prepared at all. Is this we have been doing this whole time? No, no. bring picks now. Oh, that was fair. that was the preview portion fair. of it. Fair. Now we get to decide the fate of these teams with your predictions. Yeah, awesome. I'm going to pick time. one team here and a different team working under. Um, Mo, are you here for the next few weeks? I am here for the entire. Pease, are you here for the next few weeks? Yes. Steph, are you here for the I'm next few weeks? Yes. You're going to pick on all the games. Yeah, I had no horse in this. So all right, nice. all right. So the worst record between all of you. So we're going to compile all these, okay? Whoever has the worst prediction record owes something to the guy with the best prediction record. The guy in the middle, you're Switzerland, you're neutral. That sound good? That's all right. Good. Sure. Okay. All right. We're going to go with Division E1. We have Los Bandidos versus Honor Game. I'm going to go uh, Los Bandidos for all the reasons I stated before. Yeah, Bandidos. Yeah, Bandidos. Bud Knights versus Los Siete Amigos. This is a tough game. Uh, I, I see the I see the seven friends winning this one. I'll the amigos for me. I go Bud Knights. Ooh. I go the water, my water buffalo. We, we can't all be right, man. We That's can't all be right. Yeah. Tough lungs versus Bozy Boys. Mo, you got to go first. We're doing a sloop Yeah, here. you know what? I'm going to go Bozy Boys. Ooh, your friends. Boys, boys, yeah. Uh, I don't like the uncertainty quarterback. Give me uh, my, my boys learner. Yeah. I'm going to go tough lungs. Pardon my swag versus mean machine. Peace. Gonna go mean machine just because I said part of my swag before. Well, I'd say part of my swag. Go mean machine. Hmm. Ooh. Mambo versus lockdown. S- Steph. Mambo. Mambo. Sorry, Eagle. I'm with you. See you at the roadshow. <laughs> Chocolate <laughs> Barracudas versus blackouts. Yeesh. Uh, in an Mocon. Ug- oh, sorry. I go blackouts. Blackouts win an ugly one. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go Barracudas on this one. 
Green means go versus Canes. Oh, it's He's, me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, give me the ass. Don't give me the radar. So green means go. Give me green means yeah, go. Yeah, green means go. I was yeah. wondering where you're getting out then. Well, because the thing before well, is called f- recall, bro. Ass, yeah, but the ass recall, is like bro. the bottom, no? Steph, clinkers, feeds Clinkers on that one. I'm going feed on this. Feeds oh. by 50. Oh, oh. You know what? You might even be right. That's the worst part. Uh, Diablo's Thundercats. Diablo's Thundercats. I will go with. Oh my gosh, this is a terrible game here. (laughs) (laughs) Thundercats. Yeah, I can't pick Francois. Yeah, Thundercats. Thundercats. Replacements, Nemesis. Peace. Nemesis. I see Nemesis win. Yeah, Nemesis. Brewers versus the other other team. Uh, I'm going to go Brewers on this one. Yeah, Brewers. Well, we can't mention the other teams, so I say Brewers. Well, Brewers. you can say other teams. Nope. Team. nope. Can't do it. Fair Brewers. Fair. Brewers. And Fair. last game on 1030, Lionhearts, Summerbirds. I'll go Summerbirds. Lionhearts. Going to go with my boys. No, I'm going to go Summerbirds on this Let's one. Let's go, Greco. You got this. All right. So, I'm going to cross for whatever reason. It's a long show. It's a long show. Uh, so, again. It's only been part one. I know. It's only part one of many episodes of the advertising. So, again, Roadshow Finals. The chair is still there. We have the sandwich. E2 will be the opening game, or one of the opening games of 310. The last game would be E1 Finals. Brosser, Quebec, August 11th. I repeat, August 11th. Brosser, Quebec. Match words, please. I just can't wait to be king. Good night. Los Angeles Lakers. What does that do liking? I don't understand your whole thing. I don't Could have been like, spiel, good night, Donald Glover. Yeah, there's, all, there's so good many night. things. Good night, CGI. Yeah. Good night. John Oliver. Yeah. Who's the guy with the voice again? All of them? No, the James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones? The voice. The voice. So he is the voice. Good night, Seth Rogen. Is he in there? Yes. Really? Did, Joe Rogan? Pumbaa. No. Seth, yeah, Seth, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, yeah. He's Pumbaa. Yeah, oh, that Pumbaa. makes sense. He looks like Pumbaa. 